back in action. Another episode of Small Business Dads. Daniel Monday with you again for another week. Thank you for joining us. Really cool chat to share with you today with Daniel Gabler from Laser Plumbing Carrying Bar. Um, it's very honest chat, which I think is something that might hit home for you right now if you're struggling with lockdown and business and Life in general, maybe, is getting a bit under the pump and you struggle them. Have a listen to what Daniel has to say, where he's come from, uh, to the place he is now. It's pretty amazing in the transformation he's been able to undergo personally, uh, mentally, um, and to see where it's been able to take him. And now, as the dad of a young girl as well, it's definitely a story you're going to want to hear. I'm not going to rabbit on anymore. We'll get straight into it. All right, Daniel, welcome to Small Business Dads, mate. Thanks for joining us for Thanks a chat. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Keen to hear a bit more about you know, all your story and about laser plumbing and all that sort of stuff down the track, but let's get into your background first. What, um, you know, give us a bit of a rundown on you and who you are and what got you to where you are today. Right. Uh, so where do I start? Basically, um, about 17, 18, uh, I guess, was a bit of a crossroads in my life for what I wanted to do was a career. I had uh, three lined up, um, one of them being uh, the army, one being going to the police force. Uh, I had huge ambitions of going to the dog squad. Uh, and the third for me was plumbing. Uh, at 17, 18, I was 61 kilos. So going into the, into the cops, it sort of didn't feel right for me. Um, I didn't want to be that guy that gets thrown across a bar by some Islander or whatnot. Uh, I just didn't think that was going to be appropriate. So I actually fell into a plumbing apprenticeship uh, on my birthday, which is a week before Christmas. Um, and that sort of set me down the path of where I am today. Um, along that time, I really battled with identity. Uh, I was a very angry young man um so we can i guess we can go into that a little bit more further down the track um and then i i've always had this desire for more so the day that i finished my apprenticeship was pretty much the day i started my business um i had a really great mentor uh who's still a really great mate of mine who was my apprenticeship boss um he was in the army um, and then started his, his plumbing business out of the army. So he had a huge positive impact on my life. Um, he helped me basically get signed off and, and start my plumbing business. And yeah, basically from then, um, took it to, to, to growing the business quite quick. Um, so eight years on, uh, about 16 employees turning over about 3 million bucks a year. Um, having a great time, but I'm again at another crossroad in my life where it is fulfilling my work life, but there's so much more to my, my purpose and what I want to do in my life outside of work, um, really around the men's mental health. So I have started writing a book. uh, It's it's called the Centered Tradie. Um, That sort of comes from a lot of my background in, in, in anger and frustration. So yeah, my, my next chapter in life, I guess, is really going to be how I can have a huge impact in uh, the men's mental health space, especially around trades. So what's led you down that path? If you're happy to 
go down that way. Like, you know, if you want to share a bit of an insight into maybe why that's something you're passionate about now. Yeah, look, um, so as, as I said, sort of the anger in me really started to develop around 12, 13. Um, and I don't actually fully know why. Um, I think it does go down to an environmental. So, you know, um, a household, how, how you deal with, with certain things, um, media, I don't know. But uh, I ended up just this ball of rage and I was pissed off because I was pissed off. And then add the, the, um, the pressures of starting a business. Uh, I got married very young. Um, I, I think I proposed to my still wife uh, at, what was I, 20? Um, we bought our first investment property at 19, which we renovated, sold, flipped for our next place. So my desires were always really great, but who I was as a person and this boiling anger, I could never keep up with it. Um, so I developed this whole plan while Hayley went overseas, um, which again caused a lot of stress in my life. Basically, I just started the business and she said to me, look, I think we need to go on a three-month trip. And I'm like, what do you fucking mean? I just, <laughs> just started a business. I, I can't do that. So um, we parted. She, she just said, right, I'm going. And I developed this whole plan that I was going to just disappear, um, change names, the whole lot. I was just going to jump in the car one afternoon after work and head for WA and you know, that was it. Just go and start a new life. Obviously it wasn't a well thought out plan at 24 years of age. I met, um, I was talking to a couple of mates of mine and, and uh, this certain girl gave me a phone number for a guy down here in the Shire. His name's Scott Franklin. Um, she said, I think you need to speak to him before you do anything stupid. And for those of you that live in Sydney, I was heading back towards the Shire driving over the uh the airport there's a flyover just before the m5 that was the afternoon i'd planned just to get on the m5 and and keep driving leave my whole life behind um i decided to call scott uh just before i got to the flyover so we're talking maybe two k's before the, the m5 turn off and i said to him mate i've been given your number this is the last chance have you got anything this afternoon and he said, I've just had a cancellation. Can you get to Cronulla in the next half an hour? So I drove straight there. And in that 45 minutes, fundamentally, he changed my life. Wow. Yeah. Um, back then, Scott really didn't have a, and this is, this is going to be on a podcast. So um, Scott didn't have a structure around him. So for me, I had my massive breakthrough so three days later I'd, I'd never felt like this I was light I was happy and I'd never felt like this in my whole entire existence um, but my whole world got smashed apart you you start to question your old beliefs your your core values who you are as a person up until 24 years of age you've really been um, sculpted by your parents, your friends, your cousins. And 
I don't know if you really form your own opinions until you're a little bit older in life. And that moment for me came crashing down. I, I didn't believe half the stuff that I was taught to believe yep. really. It was essentially like my life had been thrown off a cliff with a whole bunch of airplane parts and build the plane before you hit the ground. Um, the cool thing is Scott did develop some quite cool systems and his processes now are, are, are unbelievable um, just around goal setting, uh, planning out your life, who you want to spend your time with, that kind of stuff. So we, in a sense, we sort of helped develop that together. Um, Scott, only uh, probably a just under a year before I met him, he only just got out of jail. So he's had a complete flip around in his life as well. And he learned these techniques from a, from a lady in jail. And now he's brought that into the public eye and, and he's really helping guys, everyone, but he sort of looks to, to the guys. Um, I know a lot of sort of the tradie figures, um, they don't, you know, that they, you say psychiatrist or, or shrink and they sort of, uh, I don't know. Whereas Scott, he's six foot four, 120 kilos, covered in tattoos. He sort of breaks that ice. Yep. Um, I'm a huge advocate of Scott's. I have probably sent him 40 to 50 people. Um, a lot of them have been guys that I went to high school with that have just called me up or sent me a text and said, Dan, I, I read your story on everything Sutherland Shire that Scott posted. You really inspired me to actually do something about it. So nice. That's really been the catalyst for me to, to move forward in my life and start to break down those barriers because I know there's a lot of guys that don't really have anywhere to turn, um, don't think that they have anywhere to turn. And I guess um, if I can start to pave the way for guys to actually say, hey, Dan, or hey, whoever, I need a bit of help, that's, that's fantastic in my eyes. Um, so. Uh, sorry, mate, to interrupt, but is that something that you see that's particular that it's it's still blokes in general, like the old stereotype, you know, just, you know, you don't speak up about it or it is more so um, dominant in the trade industry at the moment? Like, where do you see that coming from? Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that. I had um, a neighbour of mine, her sister works for the Black Dog Institute. Um, and I think fantastic work i had a had a really good conversation with her one night they were over for a barbecue and i said look when i was in my deepest darkest time i did turn to websites like beyond blue um black dog institutes guys like that and I, it just didn't it just didn't sit with me and i said to her the work that you guys do in the corporate space is absolutely fantastic and Corporates are very good in taking those kind of programs up. Yep. Um, and as a, again, the work that they're doing is amazing. Where it sort of isn't landing is, you know, I employ 15 guys. Um, my business isn't at that stage where I can take up um, big corporate programs and got, have guys off to go and do mental health programs and all that kind of stuff. So for me, I had a really good chat with her and 
eventually one day I'd like to do something on a grander scale to help the smaller businesses mm. implement things for their guys. Small business is such a massive part of the Australian economy. Definitely. Um, that, you know, if we do take it up in the corporates, why can't we bring that to smaller businesses? Even if we do one, two hour pro, uh, training programs once yeah. a week, whatever it might be, uh, we'll see huge benefits. So, well, you need it right now, don't you? Especially with the way small business has been kicked in the ass at the moment. 100%, mate. You've got, you don't just have uh, employees, you have employers are, are really hurting now, yeah. too. So, I don't think mental health has ever been more relevant in in time than it is right now. It's interesting. I was reading, um, I think it was an article um, I saw, I think it was front page of the Herald on the on the weekend. I saw it online, but something about, they're calling it the shadow pandemic at the moment, how there is more of a, um, a call out. So you know, for those uh, kids' health um, lines or, you know, people actually reaching out for help, but the numbers now, like the, you know, they're breaking records, you know, almost weekly basis for the amount of calls they're getting. So, I think people are starting to become more aware of it, hopefully, but it's definitely something, I don't know what their, the plans are in place to address that, but at least, at least it's starting to make headlines at least. It's, it's funny you say that at, at the moment. Um, and I was even discussing this with a really good mate of mine, um, the world. And even if you want to bring that in smaller uh, Australia at the moment is really lacking the leaders in our communities to stand up and, and help. I find that the first lockdown that Sydney went through, um, it was sort of a, almost a little bit jovial because people were getting JobKeeper, there was hope. Um, and I don't think obviously the strain was a, as aggressive, sort of what we spend a month or so at home doing our thing and then things opened back up again. This lockdown is very different. Mm. The financial impact on people is far greater. Yep. It's also the unknown. People don't know when we're going to come out of this because the goal posts keep getting changed. Um, so I guess my call out would be to leaders like yourself um, to really help sort of preach that positive message that people can cling to um you know i just i just finished the book um survivor um by mark wales you know if people can start to get around his kind of mindset i think we'll soon start to see the benefits of or start to see some form of benefits out of these lockdowns like never before since probably i was uh, i was a kid um up until now, you don't see families that were out riding bikes together and doing all that kind of stuff. Yep. I, I do find that there are there has been some great positives that come out of this this lockdown in a sense that you know families are connecting. Um, our households, I guess, are more of a sanctuary. I know they're a prison at the moment, but they are also a sanctuary. Um, yeah, I guess that's my sort of thoughts on that. Nice. Well, look, I guess it's a good way to approach it because, like, we you can always find a negative if you want to look for it. And 100%. the one thing I've been able to take out, you know, like being able to see my kids in the morning when I don't normally do that because I'm normally out the door early, and you and you might be the same, you know, like the tradie jobs and the tradie hours are the same sort of hours as mine. Like you don't work nine to five. Nope. And 
So that's it. That's definitely a positive factor in that. And I think, I think it's probably a good tip, maybe just to try and focus on something that, you know, obviously we can't control, like you said, all the goalposts keep changing. We can't control all that when we're finally going to be allowed out, but we can control how we approach it. And that doesn't mean you, you can't have your bad days and kick stones or whatever, but you can't keep doing that the whole time. Otherwise, like you found in the past, that's just going to lead you down a pretty ordinary path. Yeah, and of course, like um, there's, there's leaders in every family. And if that leader is stuck down in, in the deep, um, you're going to pull everybody else down with you. Yeah, the kids will read that too, won't they? 100%. Um, look, and again, so I'm involved in a, in a men's group. We meet, well, we used to meet face-to-face every Thursday, um, every second Thursday. And one of the guys, you know, he put in the group that he's really struggling with the homeschooling side of things. And I, I know that's very relevant for a huge number of the population at the moment. And I, I sort of just took the wind out of his sails a little bit and just said, mate, you can only do what you can do. You're not a teacher. Um, if you have a look at someone like me, I was told in high school that I'd never amount to anything because I didn't apply myself. And here I am running a quite a successful plumbing business. Um, I think this, the stuff that the kids are going to learn a lot more from is going to do in bushwalks in obviously within the LGA, go yep. and show them practical stuff in this, in this world. Cause I guess part of the reason why I really struggle with mental health outside of high school is you're not prepared for life. No. I think this is a perfect opportunity for parents to teach kids a little bit more about life than it is so much algebra and that kind of stuff. Stuff so, you're never going to use again. Yeah. I, I, look, I was not a studious kid. Um, but my general knowledge and my drive and street smarts has got me way further than anything that I've sort of learned at high school. And I think, yeah, as I said, take the kids fishing, do stuff like that. Go and show them practical skills in life that they can A, use further in life to network, to do all those kind of things, to have those skills. I think that's that's much more of a benefit. Nice, mate. It's some awesome, awesome insights. And I like the... I like the approach and just trying to put a different spin on things and trying to take the positive. Let's focus on the family side of things. Now, I believe you um, have recently or in the last few months, you've had a little child of your own. Is that right? Yeah. So obviously I can't talk about homeschooling at the moment because I don't (laughs) really know that much. But You can talk um, sleepless nights and all the other. Oh, man. Um, Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll, we'll go back a little bit as well. it's, it's no real secret. Haley and I really did struggle to fall pregnant, um, multiple miscarriages and, and, and whatnot. Um, it wasn't until a really great mate of mine, uh, Stuart Houghton, he's a naturopath at Miranda, runs Body Belief Therapies. Um, he really got involved, um, helped Haley's body um, carry a pregnancy. Um, we did it all in a natural way. Obviously, not everyone can, but um, yeah, our little bundle of joy came along seven months ago. Um, she's been, she's the little baby girl version of me. So she doesn't sleep. She got, well, she, she does now, but um, yeah, for basically six months, we were up every hour and a half. 
um, reflux the whole lot. But um, I think if you can get through that, you can nearly get through anything. Um, again, I wouldn't have liked to have done it pre having my breakthroughs and really learning about the mental health side of things um, and always being able to come back to a form of center. Um, Cause I don't think my wife and I would have survived, yep. but to Haley's credit, she's really stood by me um, battling demons and getting to where I am now. And I think, the breakthrough in, in our lives was definitely having yeah little Michaela come along. Nice. Well, obviously too, you appreciate it more. Like we were the same, you know, it took for years and years of years and it's bloody, you know, it's heartbreaking and it's hard work, but when you do get it, you do appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, you know, I can say that from experience and you know, it does it's obviously, you know, not every day is a bed of roses, but there's days <laughs> they drive you to the drink sometimes, but there's, you know, more times than not, like you just come back down to it and you just make, I just know I'm thankful that we were able to have the opportunity twice that, you know, there was a point like yourself maybe that we didn't think it was going to be possible at one stage. No, well, um, Hayley on the the second miscarriage um, lost one of the tubes uh, it, through an ectopic pregnancy. So again, the chances of her falling pregnant are, you know, 50% of what they were. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the odds of uh, coming along were, were not great, but uh, yeah, here we are. But she made it. There you go. It was all yeah. meant to be, mate. And then what you said before, the timing of it all with you coming through and having strategies to deal with sleepless nights and all that stuff that might have, um, and like you said, might have sent down a, led you down a down, uh, downward spiral last time. That, you, know, you don't need to worry about that now. No, well, and I know hand on heart that I know that I'm going to be the father that she deserves. Um, in the environment pre, you know, 24, 25, 26, as I said, I got married, we got married at 23. It would just would not have been a great environment. So yeah, here she is and here we are. And yeah, mate, um, boss looking good. Oh, it's good, mate. Well, let's focus on the business side of things. Now you've like you've given us a little bit of an insight into it, but tell us a bit more about, you know, obviously um, your specialties and what you normally focus in and so what you've chose to focus on. Cause you know, I guess like a plumber, you can probably fix everything, but you might be more appropriate. Um, you might be more better suited towards some sort of um, issues compared to others. Yeah. So for, for me, as I said, I started my business by myself. Um, it was about three years in, uh, I met another plumber uh, at a plumbing suppliers. We we're both sort of whinging about the same thing. I'd been looking for a business partner for a little while. Um, we joined forces four years ago. Um, he had one apprentice. I had a trade in an apprentice. And yeah, we've been able to grow the business. As I said, there's, there's 15 or 16 of us now. So he has a specialty more so in the, like, I, I guess to really understand the two of us, I'd recommend everyone read uh, the book Rocket Fuel. If you're, if you're a business owner, if you have a business partner, it definitely puts in perspective your roles within the business. And we really struggled with that because what you thought was your strength doesn't necessarily mean it is. So for my side of things, I'm, I'm very focused on the sales uh, outcomes, relationships, that kind of stuff. Um, 
I'm not a detail orientated person, whereas Ben is. I don't need a lot of data to make a decision to move forward. And if I've made the wrong decisions, fuck whatever, just come back to where I was. I've made a mistake. Let's move forward. Um, Ben's very much the polar opposite. He needs a hell of a lot of data before he'll make a decision to move forward. So I guess having the two of us, I can look towards the horizon, but he can slow me down as well, yep. which is a good thing. Um, we are focused. We, we do have uh, two streams. So we have our pro project side of the business. So um, everything up towards sort of a million dollar plumbing package. And then we have our, our maintenance side of things. So we've got a couple of guys on that side of things that, that does commercial all the way down to your sort of tap washers, that kind of stuff for mums and dads. Nice. Well, you always, that's one thing that's lucky is still an essential service because I know we had a hot water system go the other weekend. <laughs> if, and if they weren't allowed out to fix that, it would have been in a big world of hurt. Well, Especially also, in winter when it was about three weeks ago when it went. And that's, I, that's, a, that's a danger too, I guess. Um, people, and look, nurses, doctors, all that kind of stuff, I, I cannot respect them anymore. Like the, the dangers that they're in every single day to go to work and then to, to bring this virus potentially home to their, their families, um, huge hats off to them. And in a sense, we're in the same boat. Um, I'm sending three of my guys out into lockdown LGAs, into people's units, houses, working on block sewers, which we all know that they found the virus in. So it is a bit of a scary time out there for, for plumbers, um, especially working on people's houses. So, you know, we're sort of making sure that the guys are getting their tests, they're vaccinated, that kind of stuff, just to protect them as well. It's also a piece of mind for your customers too, I guess, that they know that when they do need to have someone come in that, you know, you can say, well, we've got X, Y, Z and yeah, gives them yeah. that reassurance as well. So yeah, it's definitely helped being an essential service and and having our income. Um, yeah, so that that has been good in a sense, but again, too, there's there is apprehension from the guys out there um, that still have to pay mortgages, that still have to go to work to yeah, potentially put themselves at risk. You know, so yeah. Well, I think it'll be something we'll get more used to as we have to come to terms with living with it in society and as we become better equipped to do that, I guess. But um, how do you get away from it all? You know, you're under the pump with a seven-month-old tearing around the house, crawling around maybe, or keeping you up at night. And you've got the whole bunch of stuff, um, you know, to occupy as well. How do you unwind and get away from it? Like to make sure you're keeping on top of your mental health still. Yeah, so I'm a bit of a random one. Um, I did uh, my Reiki master course. Okay. Um, so that spiritual side of things is, is quite big for me. Um, I know when I'm getting to the stage where I need that time out. It has been the last, last month, six weeks has been fantastic because Mickey's sort of found a little groove and she started to sleep again. Uh, this was after a, a little bit of a stint at Tresillion. Oh, they're but, awesome. They, are. they saved uh, us from my oldest too. Yeah, helped a lot. So Haley started to get back into the groove of, of her exercise uh we set a gym up in the in the garage but for me my big one's mountain biking um i've got a bit of a special spot 
um, in the Royal National Park that not many people know about. I'll ride to and just sit there and just take it all in. That's nice. that's that's my big reset. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I really get away from it. And again, to uh, a daily practice of just a meditation. So um, I know sometimes that can be a dirty word in in the first for some guys. I'm not doing that shit, but mate, it helps so much. There's a, there's an app called insight timer. Uh, you can get on there and do some guided meditations for free and yeah, just, it's just a fantastic way to start the day. It's sort of a bit of a non-negotiable for me now. It's probably what a lot of people need at the moment too, is just something to get rid of all the head noise that's going on and your mind's always running a hundred miles an hour right now or any time. But you know, when you've got family and business and all that sort of stuff, but especially now, it's probably, it's probably good to look at something like that. If you are struggling with sleeping or just being able to switch that mind down. Yeah, well, as I said, uh, I'll just put on the the noise-canceling headphones. Haley knows, you know, next 15, 20 minutes, just, you know, door shut, that's it. Um, put the headphones in and there's a, there's a fair few different filters. So you can do ones for sleep, for gratitude, whatever it may be. Um, and then the other real good escape for me is um, I'm not a reader, but audio books really... Yep really light me up um had some really good ones of late that sort of make you appreciate your life a little bit more and sort of escape the i guess the the triple m's and the the kiss fm's and like crap that's on commercial radio you know you just disappear in your own book and off you go nice well mate i'm the same i I love a good book but i uh, in the car or when i'm out for a walk a podcast just to you know to keep the so I got sick of listening to the same ad a hundred times. So I had to look for an alternative. Luckily, we've got plenty now. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I really urge people to shut off media. Yeah, big time. It's, it's just thrown down our throats day in, day out. And I know, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been trying to have a chat with my parents. You know, they they're in the car, they're listening to two GB or whoever it might be, and then they get home and they listen to the news and you know, sunrises on in the morning. It's like just switch the shit off yep. and just focus on go and sit in a park for 15, 20 minutes and, and write something down in a book, listen to a, listen to a podcast, do a meditation. Um, just be there for yourself. Yep. So it makes a difference because, you know, the media is there. They're there to drive revenue and drive clicks, which is done by creating fear. And that's fear. the last thing people need at the moment. Yep. Fear and triggers. Like just remove yourself from it. Now, there's one question I think, but something I normally ask, but I'm, especially for yourself on what you've shared today, I'm really interested to know um, what this might be for you. If you could go back and tell yourself anything at any time in your life, what would you tell your younger self? Oh, <laughs> um, it's going to be okay. Nice. Um, slow down um be there for yourself and your authenticity is everything nice i think it could have saved yourself from a lot of issues but obviously you're the man you are today because of what you've gone through and been a and be able to overcome um it's the old cliche but it's true isn't it you know like a lot of the times we 
we probably wouldn't have listened to our younger selves. You know, if you're stubborn like I was and you thought <laughs> you knew it all back when you were 21. Yeah. But then uh, you realize now that maybe you didn't. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, it's always interesting. Obviously, we can't go back and do that. But I'm just curious to always hear the answer to those questions because there's some pretty good ones that come out and people and the lessons that people have learned along the way. Yeah, and I think the real one for me is, is the authenticity. It's, it's how you show up and how you want to show up in this world um, means everything. Sort of stand by your values, um, live and learn. That's the big one. Nice. Mate, there's really appreciate your honesty, your openness, and the insights you've shared today. I hope it's been able to help someone, especially if someone, you know, like a lot of people listening, they may be the same sort of line as you. They might be, you know, might be in a trade or sole trader or a little small business and they, um, they are struggling and maybe they're looking for some direction and hopefully some of the things that you shared today has been able to help um, maybe make their load a lot easier right now. So if it, Look, if anyone also is looking for a new plumber or they need some services done, where can they find you, mate? Yeah, um, Laser Plumbing Caringbar, that's us. Um, also happy if, if you want to share any details, I don't know where you'll post this, but um, if you want to post my email address, I'm, I'm happy to sort of take any emails of guys that sort of feel like they might have related to some of my story. If I can help you in any way, um, yeah, that, that's me. I'm sort of very much an open book and, and here to help nice well i appreciate the offer it will be um i'll put it up on the website um smallbusinessdads.com.au we'll have a little profile section for your episode and um in the show notes as well Absolutely on any of the podcast fantastic. apps that it's done so mate i appreciate the time it's been awesome having a chat and hearing about your story and it's great to see that you've been able to find the uh the happiness and a bit more uh so i guess peace uh and just being able and you know, and now you've got the little girl running around. She'll, uh, mate, they've got you wrapped around your finger. I'll tell you that for free. 100%. That's one thing I do know. She took, as you said before, it's, it's nice sort of having that time in the mornings um, that I wouldn't normally have. And yeah, I was eating a piece of toast this morning. She took it straight out of my hand and started munching on it. I just think that's, that's hilarious, you know? Yeah, they, yeah they, um, they definitely run the house, that's for sure. 100%. All right, mate, take it easy. Thanks so much. Well, there you go. I hope you were able to take some insights out of that. It was an awesome chat. I appreciate Dan's honesty, what he was able to share with us today. And hopefully that's something that you find has maybe resonated with you. Now, like Daniel has said, he's given his um, contact details there in the show notes and on the website too, smallbusinessdads.com.au. If you do want to reach out to him, find him on LinkedIn, send him a message as well. And Really, it's an important topic right now for us blokes' mental health, and I really, I really encourage you to do something about. It. If you are struggling, reach out to people, talk to someone. Um, you know, because like we said in the chat, it's about the family, it's about your kids, and doing the right thing by them as well, because they're going to pick up on if something's wrong. So please do something. Look after yourselves, fellas, because right now. There's a lot of down things going on in the world right now. But like Daniel has said, there's a lot of positives that we can take out of it too. So maybe it's the extra time we've got with the kids. Maybe it's the extra time to focus on your health right now, to get outside in the fresh air and exercise. Do something, fellas. Look after yourselves. If you 
know someone who would make a great chat, I'd love to hear from you or from them. Daniel at dpmtransformation.com. Send me an email. Tell me a bit about yourself, your family, and of course, about your business as well. Love to have a time we can book in to have a chat for small business dads. Now, coming into the back end of the year, fellas, hopefully you're doing something productive to look after you and your health and your family too. If I can help out in any way, let me know. Reach out to people that you need to. Speak to someone. Let's get amongst it, fellas. Look after yourselves. Till next time, smallbusinessdads.com.au. Over and out.